friends. Welcome back to Stellar Arcanum. Today we leave the crew of the Dark Horizon and rejoin the crew of the Stellar Arcanum. Previously, they had gained access to a special shipyard equipped to repair their ship, hoping that it would provide a means home. It's been a week since they've docked. Let's see what they're up to. Then you began your repairs, and it's, it's taken one week to uh, perform the necessary repairs. The preparations are complete, but during that one week of downtime, is there anything that all of you would like to have done while on Ceridia? Sat around and gazed longingly at Crazy Mike. Mike! <laughs> as he repaired the ship and just kind of followed him around like a little puppy, assisting mm -hmm. if needed. And as far as you can tell, he's barely noticed. I know it. <laughs> Uh, but he has been working thoroughly and admirably. Also, while uh, Crazy Mike has been performing these repairs, uh, whether it's out of interest or lack of anything better to do, Edmund has stuck around and is also assisting in repairs. Oh. And is, uh, it seems to be thoroughly fascinated with the process. Uh, you've seen from just random chatter as he's working, he's never seen anything like It's a little imp too, right? Yes, yeah. Slip. That's right. Slip Edmund has been Slip. fluttering around and uh, helping place things in awkward places and getting into tight crawl spaces and mm -hmm. Slip's just been a champ. Well, I'll go ahead and tell you what I would like to have been doing is probably around day two, once I'm gotten done with the hangover because Jack and Lucius really had a night out where it's like, you don't talk about it as much, but probably by like three o'clock in the morning, we're like, we're in space. <laughs> I was supposed to go on a date. I have my parents, like, they're still living out there in this point. Like, what the hell are we doing, man? We're having that kind of moment, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that given a whole day of recovery. Actually, I want to know, because this is canon, there is yeah. no hangover. You wake up feeling bright and refreshed. I love this world you've created. <laughs> All right. Wow. All right, so there's no hangover. And that in itself is honestly its own emotional hangover. Mm -hmm. Where I'm just like, why is there no hangover? <laughs> How do I learn from the error of my ways? I depend on these hangovers that tell me if I've done something good or bad. Oh, oh this, is, this is a brave new world we're stepping in. But I think he's going to get into complete cop investigation mode. Of, he's going to ask Stellar Arcanum to basically show him the world for the next five days. And I'm talking, give me all your, your social medias. Tell me your your housewives reality trash shows, your movies, your like all that stuff. So he's gonna sit around and just try to take notes on the world That's that he's really living in, and be, try to be more adaptive. Because as a as an ex like detective cop person, I think he's realized that until we adapt to the world, we're not exactly going to. We're not going to be able to actually. You got to know your feet. You got to you got to know it. So he's going to sit down. And he's going to try to figure out the history of the world in like five days, six days, <laughs> whatever he can do to basically Netflix sponge. Yeah, I love pitch. it. Let me so, uh, pause on that okay. while I find out what everybody else is up to. And right. Then, all Anyways, right. Uh, what about Tallulah? Tallulah has been missing her creature comforts. Mm -hmm. So after finally getting some sleep, then she woke up and decided to explore the ship a little bit. Okay. Find a way to take a long, hot bath and see if there's anywhere in this God's forsaken place she can go and get a massage. Okay. Your room is equipped with full bathing facilities. Oh, good. And but does it have, mic. like, a clawfoot tub? Because I have a feeling that's what she's expecting. Uh, sadly, no. The tub does not have claw feet. But it is a uh, very uh, hot bath. They could have bubbles if you wish. Mmm, please. <laughs> so, 
So that can absolutely be set up for you, minus the claw feet. As far as uh, massage capabilities, uh, the cellar came has nothing for you about that. I'm certain there is some place. Yeah, you out in Ceridia. Mm-hmm. I have a question. As I'm following Mike around and learning the nuances of the ship, mm-hmm. this is kind of an out of game question. Sure. Is there a holodeck? Yes. Yeah. Once I discover old. that, mm-hmm. I would actually like to tell Tallulah. Because oh. n- noting how she's moping around the ship, I'd like to approach her and say, Tallulah, I notice you seem a bit out of sorts. Well, yes. I, Clearly. I, I learned something from Mike that might help. Okay. Come this way. I'm going to take her to a door. And at the door, I'm going to do the things that Mike showed me how to do. And when the doors mm-hmm. open, <laughs> they open onto a absolutely lush and luxurious bathroom that has beautiful vines coming down, light trailing in through frosted glass windows, oh. and a giant clawfoot tub with a pillow on the back of it, filled with bubbles, a bottle of wine, and a glass sitting next to it. Oh. Oh, thank you, Zale. This room can do whatever you want it to do. Oh, that's wonderful. I thought that might help. It helps immensely. All right, well, have it. I'm gonna go watch Mike somewhere. Have fun. Oh, I'll well. be here for a while. <laughs> okay, do you uh, just want to proceed enjoying the room or do you have anything in mind? Well, how descriptive do we want to get? <laughs> well, let's just move on then. Just... Just a quick note to Tallulah. If you do want to uh, change or add anything, you will have to interact with the Stellar Arcanum in order to do so. That's fine. All right. Just uh, wanted to make that clear. Yeah. I mean, I imagine at some point that Mr. Arcanum and I have had various conversations, as I have asked Private him to, or not. <laughs> to change this room to let me see a field with some horses on it. And, <laughs> and over the past week, the Stellar Arcanum has learned your type. <laughs> I'll go to a, a bar that looks like one at home. That's, I don't care if they're illusions. Familiar illusions faces. of charming and familiar faces. And I am just... I broke Tallulah. <laughs> indulging. Well, just wait till you break Jack on that. I just imagine there's one point in this week where Jack's like well, in, his, on, in his bathrobe. So like what, has, a, has a drink in hand, just looks as Tallulah comes out of one of these. It's like, what is that? <laughs> the, the fuck is going on here? But what is Lucius doing? Thank you, because I was just about to ask. <laughs> what is Lucius doing with this week? I'm going to be spending the majority of my time interacting with a stellar arcanum, learning history like a timeline, and going back as far as possible as I can. And outside of that, I am going to be practicing the new spells that I have never cast at all, coming from Mistboard. You okay. Know, you know, the offensive ones that do damage instead of like charming a robot. Well, you can do that in the training simulator, which um, is often being taken over by Tallulah. But anytime she's not showering, you can. I'll wait to her bath time. Okay. And I will. I will tell the uh, Stellar Arcanum to um, don't go easy. Matter of fact, go hard. I need to learn how to use these things in real world scenarios. Okay. You know from your training, it's not difficult. It's basically uh, a series of complex illusions that are being cast in this room. Unless you're doing anything specifically anti-illusion based, everything works as you're nope. expecting it Just to. needing things to uh, learn how to cast combat spells instead yep. of, you know, diplomacy spells. You're able to uh, set up various scenarios, even for uh, someone who's trained as civilized as you. It's, uh, it's kind of hard not
not to get a little bit fun out of it because you can set up any sort of training scenario. You can sneak through castles, you can climb through ducks in skyscrapers, you can take on just fields of goblins at a time. It's uh, basically any sort of combat or encounter scenario that you can think of Excellent. set up in here. And also, as a note to, frankly, everyone involved, because uh, you all seem to be interacting with the Stellar Arcanum fairly directly, over the course of the week of his repairs, the requests have become much less difficult. He's requiring less and less specifications from you. He seems to be able to intuit your request much more easily than he did in the beginning. Okay. Word. So, let's get into the history of it. Jack. Yes. We'll cover you first. So we're going to focus right now, specifically because you said the world, we're going to yeah. focus on Ceridia. Okay. Ceridia was uh, founded several hundred years ago, but gained independence a hundred years ago because of what is generally referred to uncreatively as the war. And pretty much everybody knows what everybody's talking about when they say the war. You've heard it referenced many times through many forms of media. That's uh, when Ceridia gained its independence. So the war happened 100 years ago? The war happened 100 years ago. Their independence from the Genesis Alliance. And it was this planet, in conjunction with seven others, established a rebellion against the Genesis Alliance in uh, order to establish its freedom. There isn't much you can find about before the war. Most of the information you're able to find is directly related to afterwards. Especially any sort of just media. All of the media you find, every bit of it, is from after the war. So the free planets versus the Genesis, Genesis Alliance. After that is when all the media started happening. Just traditional media, like television shows, movies, hollow programs, all of that uh, is very Ceridia-based, very after the war. And as you're uh, going through, you can tell the stylistic differences between modern media and like media from 100 years ago. Just You can tell how the, the taste the of the Ceridian... The uh, 90s, basically. Yeah, yeah I get you it. can tell. Okay. And uh, tastes have shifted over the past 100 years, as you would expect them to. Okay. They have that culture shock of technology and, and everything that's going on. No, as far as actually you can tell, technology itself hasn't evolved much over the last hundred years. Okay. It's uh, stayed pretty constant. In fact, some of the equipment you've seen people use on the streets are some of the basically, as far as you can tell, no different from the equipment people are using in media from a hundred years ago. I mean, they yeah. look a little bit different, but they don't seem to be. But I mean, functional. from like my home planet of Mistborn, things are. I'm getting. I've gotten over that initial culture shock and all that. And oh yeah, I mean, it's still leaps and bounds past anything you've ever seen in Mistport, but just within the history of Ceridia, technology doesn't seem to have evolved much. Okay, it's a lot of television and movies, mm-hmm. uh, some audio shows. Things uh, analogous to podcasts or radio. Also, there are programs specifically designed for simulation decks. Okay. Like, and, what is this D4? They're still around? So they... Uh, Always. Always around. <clears throat> and uh, there are some themes that you've noticed in your media. What uh, you're eventually able to figure out, coupled with the conversations you'd had with Edmund earlier, mm-hmm. what happens after you die isn't an afterlife thing. You are physically teleported to a zone on the planet where you are held prisoner for one year and then you can leave if you want. When you die and are teleported away, you are basically culturally reset 
You don't have any of the clout that you had before death. But you also don't have any of the debt or anything like that you had before Correct. death. Correct. No point. debt, okay. but no clout. All of your possessions. Well, that you committed are a lot of felonies or something. That's also washed away. Okay. Well, there's no real felonies because there's no real legal system. Right, 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 right. Right. It's basically just a free-for-all outside of the hub, and people just are just having fun. And the more you watch, it's almost like this entire culture that you're watching is just a game to pass the time. Because nobody needs anything. Food is readily available, housing is readily available, but in order to get more stuff, you have to play the game. And the game is all about amassing wealth and clout. Am I the only one who's really creeped out by this? No, I think, so what I'd like to do is, as a mechanism to remember all this and to not just be the only person who, every coffee conversation, every breakfast, dinner, lunch, I'll be throwing back everything I've been learning back oh. and forth with everybody. It's crazy, right? I don't like and that. I, I, mean, I don't like that at all. But, but the good news is when you're dead, like you're not truly dead dead, you can continue being alive, right? Back where we're from, I mean, but how being does dead that has work? some like, That's not uh, natural. Yeah, it just doesn't feel good, does it? No, it doesn't feel not at right. All. So none of them really die. You're not, you're supposed to die though. And when you die, you die. Well, and it should I be. I mean, this is maybe right. not. They could all be. Oh. This makes me a feel like there's something immortal going on. But why do they have to stay there for a year? I feel like there'd be a lot of population issues. Does this feel like that there's overpopulation? Maybe it's a gestation no, period. Because you've done studied it for so long, I'm not even going to make you roll yeah. insight. It's a cultural punishment. It's a timeout. It is considered to be most unpleasant. They are dressed in flowy, comfortable robes. They are fed fresh fruits and meats the entire time. They are given massages. They are taught arts and crafts. They're taught how to paint. They're encouraged to go to bed early and wake up early and make the most of their day. It's a nightmare. Can I go there when I die? Um, no. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I've been I've been uh, trying to get all of Mistport prison system to do the same thing for a while. We have to get off this planet. I'd like to go there while I'm alive. <laughs> that sounds good, Seems too. like a vacation, doesn't what it? What's wrong with you people? What? It's too good to be true, so it must be. I think they've perverted this world to where that is considered a punishment rather than a reward. I don't like it at all. I'm very uncomfortable here after learning this. Yeah. Jack, have I you found out? Like, hey, Edmund, how do you feel about meditation and eating salads and oh, stretching? I don't. What's? I don't understand the question. Okay, that's my point. Yeah. Why am I involved with this conversation? Well, because we're trying to figure out. Because like we're zone. sitting here having the dinner talking about the things like we learned about your planet. This dead zone. Oh, it's pretty great, right? It's a good planet. No, it's terrifying. Well, Whoa. the planet itself is really great. Thank you. Right, the it's the dead great. zone that uh, everyone's really terrified to go to. Because, you know, A, you got to die zone. to get there, and that would hurt. Oh, you're the talking hub. about the hub. Yeah. Hey. Oh, what's wrong with the hub? Well, I mean, why would people choose not to stay in the hub? It just seems like a much why better... Why would they? Born, isn't it? Everything. All the action's out here. All the fighting. Aye. All the flying around. Aye. All the getting stuff. Hey. hey. You can't blow people up oh, in the hub. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm really well, trying to give me a world yeah, a little right. bit there. Right? If you want to blow people up, you can't be in the hub. So hey. that's why I'm here. Hey. I really hey. like blowing people up. Hey, hey man, man. Like, It's kind of my raison d'etre. <laughs> hey, man, let me ask you a real serious question. Hey, all right? Listen, take this yeah. shot with me. Uh, all right. And uh, one, two, three, go. Shot. Damn. Shot. 
down the hatch. Right. All right. What do you want to be doing with your life? Um, well, I'm pretty fond of blowing people up. Mm -hmm. um, do you get a lot of that action here? I do okay for myself. All right, all right. I mean, recently I've been uh, working on the ship because it's been pretty interesting, and you guys, uh, well, I've never met anybody quite like you, but, uh, I mean, I don't want to toot me on horn, but before you guys came along, well, I may have uh, done, I mean, a lot of explosions. <laughs> and, uh, uh, as you say, I do pretty good for myself, explosion-wise. All right. I bet you do. Oh, you're a sweetheart. I am. Thank you for noticing. Uh, he, he I did totally notice that. I really like Edmund, by the way. I, it's not just that I'm here, like, with a drink in my hand, going around asking about questions of life and, and all those things. I'm mm. just wondering, like, what do you do for fun? Oh, Zale, uh, Nigel said I. Wants to know if you're going to be around later? Oh, I, uh, I'll go and let him know. I... Top notch. He owes me a fiver, so it seems only fitting I go uh, collect. Right? See, that's what I'm talking about. You don't owe people nothing in the hub. You can't blow people up in the hub. You can't go and steal the latest shipment of technology in the hub. You can't well, smash someone's face into the I table mean, when they make an inappropriate comment. Exactly. Well, who's Nigel? Well, what happens if, uh... He's I a mean, mate. What happens if you, like, want to steal someone else's grapes or something? Like, what well, happens You can't do that in the hub. Why not? Would they well, kill they, you more? Well, they just don't let you. Well, how do they not let well, you? Well, what prevents you? Well, I mean, it's... What runs the hub? Oh, yeah, what runs the hub? I don't quite understand. Like, what's the higher authority in the hub that keeps everything boring? Oh, where, did, where did it come from? Them's the rules, though. Who enforces the rules? I mean, like any rules, it's uh, enforced by society. Social contract. Culture, yeah. Hey. I don't like it. Well, Still Edmund like hasn't it. been to the hub himself. Well, I, I have my shame like everybody else. Well, you haven't, well, no, uh, you mentioned it was a point of pride. That is true. That is true. But, I mean, I've been close, but uh, I've got friends and family been in the hub like everybody else. I don't uh, consider myself necessarily better. I mean, I've been doing better, obviously, objectively. But, uh, hey, you guys are awfully fixated. It's just not anything like what happens on our world. Well, yeah, we, we, it's just, I mean, when we die, see, like, Edmund, unless you have somebody who's high enough, has the skill set to bring you back from the dead, you die. You go to, like, if you believe in a certain religion, you might go to a, that plane of existence for that for the rest of your life. Right. But there's no you in your body anymore, and it just rots. Yeah, yeah I mean, people gone. still die. Okay. But how? Because... I mean, they get real old, the bodies don't work no Natural more. Natural causes. Yeah. Yeah, but everything you've said before says when you die, you go so to the while hub. they're still young oh, well, and useful, they I mean, go to the hub. I mean, that's most of uh, yeah, most I of how people uh, die, though. I mean, I yeah, the, you, the uh, you get old, you just uh, expire, your right body right just now. lies there, and that's because that. Something's fishy. Edmund, right. why, why is Jack, this a gonna social you. faux pas? What? To, um, I'm gonna shoot you. Wait, hold go on, Zale. No, wait, it's a great idea. I'm still in my bathrobe. I don't have my. She's gonna shoot me, guys. This young fella's trying to ask me a question and I can't hear him. What was that, Lucius? Why is it such a social faux pas to go to the hub? Why is it considered well, it a black you lost. Mark? You failed. You weren't good enough to survive. You weren't so, good at the game. What is the game? If you had a... Tell me what the game is. Well, the game's a little bit different for everybody. Pursuit of power, wealth, Well, influence. for me, it's blowing stuff up. I really like blowing stuff up. I'm going to blow stuff up as much as I can till somebody stops me. So peace is not a currency here. Peace. I don't quite understand. 
How is peace a currency? Uh, that was my question. So peace is not a currency. No know. one's seeking to uh, play nice with one another. Well, I mean, if outside they just of political alliances, like they just stay in the hub. Can you get out of the hub before a year's time has passed? Well, I mean, I suppose there's probably ways, but nobody does it. Jack, just let me shoot you. No, I'm not staying in the hub for a year. A, okay, there's there's like two or three things here. First off, first and foremost, I don't want to be shot dead. That would hurt a lot, by the way. A well, lot. You, I've uh, been stabbed. I feel like I should I've been tortured. I've been, uh, mm. I've been in a lot of boring conversations <laughs> that I wish I would die in. But I am never... going to walk over and just clamp her hand over Jack's mouth. Wah. What were you saying? Uh, I was just saying you need an implant for it to work. Oh, uh, well, that's good information to know. All right, you're safe, Jack. Right, oh, you... my gosh. She was going to shoot me right in the face without me even having the right goods. Well, I would she could have brought you back. Hey. I don't think so. No. Oh, have a little more faith in your comrades. Hey. Done it before. I could do it again. So the implant, does it mean when you should die, you just teleport to the hub? Aye. Oh. All right. And you get medical care there? Yeah. The thing that bothers me is not knowing who runs the hub. Like, like there has I'm to be a higher authority. Somebody had to put it together. Somebody has to maintain it. So. Well, I mean, it's all just, um, I mean, as explained to me, because, um, when I was young and like knowledge is passed on by people who are older than you, etc. Okay. Uh, when you, you have know. that talk where you learn about what happens when you die. Right. Right. It's um, it's we uh, everybody had all the food that they wanted, all the clothes they could ever have. Just uh, nobody needed nothing. And it was just real boring, wasn't it? So, the people who uh, sit around and have nice meals and uh, nice massages all day, they stay in the hub. And everybody who wants to go have fun, well, uh, they go and do that. And we all uh, try to get as much as we can, as fast as we can, and for as long as we can, until somebody takes us out, then the scores are reset and we go back to the hub. I think I'm finally starting to understand. It's its own way of keeping the peace on your planet. I'm with Edmund. I never want to go to the hub. Right, see? It's real boring. I, mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, we're mostly... Uh, Orcs and goblins and goblins. We're rough and tumble folk. Aye. We don't do well with not having anything to do and no one to beat up. But nobody really suffers. I understand exactly what you mean. Because as a rough and tumble kind of guy myself. See? So it keeps us entertained and uh, nobody goes extinct. Yeah, nobody gets wiped out. Nothing terrible happens. I wonder if we should keep our enterprise though, because. as much as I love understanding about the hub and all, we gotta get home. Well, that's true. You but, know, but I mean, if, if people have an implant in them that teleports them back to this place, that might be some kind of useful technology. Unless, it's of course, you die back know. at home and suddenly you're transported here without any way to get back home. I do, uh, like Edmund, feel the need to interject at this moment. Your suits, and by extension yourselves, are implanted with similar technology. If you, you were to- Still uh, Arcanum is a person of its own. If you were what? to die, you would be Nothing. teleported back to me. Nothing. Yeah, wait, hold no, on. Wait, 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 I feel like you just no, no. said something there uh, that was very uh, important. Oh, right. Hold I on. didn't tell y'all about that, did I? Unless no. I've spoken word poetry you're trying oh. out on us, I think that uh, it's okay if it is. Well, first. How, about, how about we go get a drink? Let's go to the bar. Yeah. To the bar. You Let's know, go. I was just about to say, Zell, you're correct. This is completely unnatural, but now you, you've piqued my curiosity. 
Okay, first, let's take a uh, brief flashback into into what Lucius has been studying. Right. Oh, yeah. The history of everything. <laughs> oh, that's all? <laughs> yes. That's light, all. light reading on a Monday evening. That's, that's like an afternoon for him. I mean. Okay. So, here's uh, some of the gist. We're going to go over some generalities, and if you have specific questions, we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. So it all begins with the Genesis Alliance. They are the pervading factor in all of history at this point. So this is going to be recorded from their perspective? Or is this like the first mention of history is the Genesis Alliance? Well, the first history is the Genesis Alliance. Okay. See, all uh, life in this sector that anybody knows about started on one planet. A planet called Rushal. Now, Rushal formed a global government... 3,471 years ago. And that is the calendar that is uh, used by the Genesis Alliance. Now, it wasn't referred to as the Genesis Alliance back then. It was uh, simply referred to, as uh, far as you can tell, as the Rushal Alliance. So by the time that the Rushal Alliance formed, they already had technology that far surpassed anything from Mistport. They had technology that fairly uh, recognizable as almost current day technology on Earth. It was still a blending of magic and technology, but uh, it wasn't high technology, it wasn't high magic, it was just mostly day-to-day getting through life. There were still farms, there were still factories, the uh, magical equivalent of airplanes, uh, there was a global information network. It was uh, would not have been terribly unrecognizable from modern-day Earth technology and culture. Several hundred years after that, they developed a form of reliable space travel. That was when the jump drive was invented, and it's uh, pretty much always referred to as the jump drive. The jump drive is a device that allows a ship to travel 10 times the speed of light. And you also know the speed of light now, because that's not something (laughs) you ever thought of before, as light having a speed. So uh, yes, a particular individual did discover the formula necessary and was able to create a vessel that could, in a single lifetime, travel to another star system. In general, you're getting some, uh, when you do this uh, research, you're getting more of a scale of star systems and how the galaxy is laid out. It's pretty astonishing. Two neighboring stars might be five light years apart, which uh, means they, with the jump drive, you could travel there in 0.5 years. So it's, uh, it's feasible to make trips to these other locations for the first time, actually, after the discovery of the jump drive. After that, they discovered something from uh, someone called Jane Jensen, is who uh, made this discovery, and it was referred to as Jensen's God Wall. All of the science is there for you to look at, is well documented in the Arcanum's uh, drives, but the gist of it is, there is a radius outside of a star system, past which magic cannot be cast on a further area. Basically, any magic that can affect the physicality of another thing or place cannot take place past a solar system. Why that really matters is a teleportation spell. You could teleport from one planet to another planet within a star system easily enough. Just a simple teleportation spell. But you couldn't go past the James Godwell. Right. So you can't just teleport from one star system to another star system. Once you're in that star system, you can teleport. Yes, within that star system. So magic is confined within each star system. Correct. 
Now, it appears to be identical with each star system. Like, mm -hmm. there's no, it doesn't change the laws of magic, just being from one star system to another one, but they can't affect each other. Gotcha, so it is an absolute rule of this reality. Correct. Mm. That is why, as you're learning about this, it took so long to get to other planets and to settle them. Because, because there were no easy means of, of transportation. Correct. Well, such as the transportation circle. It took months and months just to get one ship to another star system. So they would have to just start from scratch on this new, new planet. Is there any record of what happened to the first person who tried to transport to system to system? It just, just didn't never work? succeeded. Okay, so no catastrophic event, it just didn't work. No, it didn't try and fail. Any sort of spell would just never activate to begin with. Understood. Gotcha. It's kind of like casting a spell at a target, but there's no target. The spell just doesn't. And it happened like that for centuries. It took a very long time to, uh, to get to new star systems, to do any sort of population and colonization of these new worlds, until the discovery and implementation of what's referred to as an orbital gate. Large machines, very large, rings were placed in orbit. Now, these two rings one uh, of one planet in one star system and another above another planet in another star system, if activated simultaneously, will bridge Jensen's god wall and form a brief link between those two rings and allow magic to occur between, specifically teleportation. And that was the first time interstellar travel could happen instantaneously. So the orbital gate is a way around the JGW. Absolutely. And once that started occurring, new planets and new systems were able to be colonized at a much faster rate. Okay. Because only the initial travel to a new star system was necessary. It could take years to get there. But once it was there, they carried with them the resources to build an orbital gate. And then instantaneous travel to this brand new uh, world could happen back and forth. Once uh, several uh, several new star systems had been seeded and, and colonized, the, uh, the same government was in charge of all of these new worlds and eventually took on the name the Genesis Alliance and were unified under that one single government. Until about a hundred years ago, when uh, the revolution happened and the war occurred and eight of the planets formed a resistance and were able to form independence. Now, the reason it took that long is previously... Because the easiest way, if a planet was like, hey, I don't want to be the Genesis Alliance anymore, all they had to do was turn off their orbital gates. And if uh, the Genesis Alliance wanted to come cause trouble, it would take them years to get there. And they had all that time to prepare and fortify. So as a precautionary measure, somehow, and records do not indicate how, they were able to uh, establish a single ship that was able to travel without the need of an orbital gate. So if a rogue planet decided to shut down their orbital gate and declare independence, they could send that one ship to go and suppress the rebellion. Was it always the same ship? It was always the same ship. Did that ship have a name? It was the Stellar Arcanum. Announcing 251st Annual Securicon, the sector's premier convention for all of your slipping, hacking, and technothonic security interests. Featured guests this year include Prisma Duck, Bagu, Lanky Lad, and The Elitist. For information on date, location, and entry, figure it out yourself. Get good, scrubs. <laughs> At this point, I would pause my research. Stellar Arcanum, how are you able to get around the restrictions of the God Wall and the Orbital Gate? By use of my Xenodrive. What is the Xenodrive? 
The Xenodrive is a method of propulsion made use by xenothomic energy backgrounds. Does anyone else have access to the Xenodrive or its technology? Not to my knowledge. And then I will continue with the history. Well, at that point, it goes dark. There are records of forces rising against a rebellion. There's even a reference to the uh, free planets of Albator. But after that, all records go dark. Those are the last original records of the Stellar Arcanum. I have two questions. Yes, please. Why did they rebel? Why did the eight planets rebel against the Genesis Alliance? What was the primary factor? In the records that you're researching, there's no in-depth uh, sociological reason. They're just branded as dissidents and terrorists. Stellar Arcanum, is time travel possible, theoretically? Theoretically, yes. Practically, I must uh, say, not, not in any way that I'm familiar with. And that is the one question I will leave away from the crew. So, if there's nothing else, you were about to go to a bar to discuss a lot of the things Hooray! that uh, everyone's recently discovered. Hey, that's uh, let's it's go our, to bar. Is, it, is it our gang bar? That'd be great. Hey, hey. <laughs> I believe it was the short circuit. Yeah, the short it circuit. It was. A, yeah. So we're leading everybody in a cheer. Hey! Everybody walks in, and everybody in the tavern pauses, looks at everyone, is like, "Sail!" Doing. Oh, it's worse than ever. Oh, There's Bosco need, just all about. You need to get it looked at or let me punch it out. That's, that's the only two options. <laughs> well, let's see oh, how so the night goes. Jack here. Ja Nigel, where's my money? Oh. Where are my credits? I'm working on it. That's I'm what you said the it. last three nights. Oh, hey, Nigel. I'll get it to you tomorrow. How's it going, buddy? Boy, what's up? How'd your date go, girl? <laughs> oh. Real good. Oh, did it? No. <laughs> hey, can we get a round for everybody? Yeah, hey. a round for everyone. Right. Everyone cheers. We're here too. Zale, hey. Hey. What the hell is that all about? Well, I just been coming down here while y'all were sleeping. Made some friends. Beat that fucker up over there. Yeah, you can look at me all you want, well, it's friend. A, it's a matter of opinion. Oh, three times. <laughs> it's a matter of three opinions. Right? I think Zale has found a new home. Do you um, not sleep? Uh, just a wee bit. Don't have to sleep much. <laughs> Never really got used to sleeping a lot. With the fishes. <laughs> also, because Lucious. we don't have. That was good, actually. That was real good. Alright, yeah. No, no. You don't get to sleep much on a ship, so I'm not accustomed to sleeping a lot. So I come down, get a couple hours of sleep after I came up here, met some of the locals. I see. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Weedo over there, she's a total gearhead. She keeps trying to get me to let her come to the ship and look at it, and I keep telling her no. She's not trustworthy. Cheats at cards. Oh, we don't want that on a ship, no. right? Ooh, exactly. Um, no, uh, I've also had. Uh, I've been meeting some friends. Oh, have you now? Yeah. Hey, 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 Nigel, how you doing, buddy? Huh? Hey, like that guy. Yeah, I've been. Uh, also, uh, what's what's your name? Um, oh, Zale, is this guy John? bothering you? I, All the I'll, time, but I choose to allow it. Oh, wow. All right. I, I don't All think right. he's your friend. Look, I'm uh, just saying that uh, she's not the only one who uh, is popular around here, right? You like, know, if uh, you need to make an expeditious retreat, I have some more speed salts in my pouch. No, it's fine. I'm, I'm good. I'm just saying that uh, she's not the only one who uh, makes friends oh, no, on a planet. Of course not. Of course no, not. of course. In a bar, oh, no. like having a few drinks with a few friends. Hey, hey. Like, look, John over there. John, hey, how's it going, John? Hey? That, that's, that's your name, right? John? That's Blendak. Oh, Blendak. 
I'm, uh, I mean, to be fair, it's John Blendak, but... Thank you. He's got 12 kids, you know that? <laughs> yeah. 12 um, of them. Had what? a damn litter. That's a... That uh, is a litter. It, it was a hell of a cleanup. You're trying to get a sports ball team going over on over there, are you? Like, that's, uh, uh, that's what's going on. If I'm lucky. Oh, right? Oh, sports ball, am I right? Sports ball! Sports ball! Oh. Right? What did you know about sports ball? Oh, I've been uh, reading up. Oh, yeah. oh, well done. I've been listening right. to the radio ads. Oh, there you go then. Yeah. So, so, so anyways, let's, guys, let's go over to this corner over here where it's nice and loud all around, but everybody knows if they try to listen in, they're going to wind up in the garbage. Everybody just starts uh, looking down and away. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Right. Right. Thank you. You're welcome. I was going to say it too. I just hey. kind of look at Jack and... Put my my hand Can in. Can we my get a high chair for the baby? No, it's all uh, the way. Uh, no, no. Thank you. Okay, I'll be honest. Oh, uh, here you go. High chair, sippy uh, cup. Have at. Uh, it's the Jack chair. All right. Would you like some, Thank you. Yeah, would and you by like the some... way, why do you have high chairs for babies in a bar? What? Did, a did bar. you not catch that Blendak has twelve kids? I got it, but do you if, think it's easy to find daycare? It's really uncomfortable. It brings his kids over here to the bar. Oh, oh. look, we have milk and snacks. They're great. They're great kids. You're you right. want some fried tentacles? No, I like your peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. It's what I told you I liked. All right. Oh, you like the big boy food? All exactly, right. Exactly, the big boy food. Now get on my high chair. Take my sippy cup. I'm gonna let you guys know. By the way, it's really comfortable. Yeah. And I and I enjoy it. You like that sippy cup. Yeah, Philip it's takes nice. great pride in the craftsmanship of his eye chairs. Exactly. And well, he should. Well, and the I'll sippy let you guys cup get nice to it. Let me know if you need anything. Thank you, dear. All right. So, so guys, it's about that time that we got to figure out what we're doing because uh, we can't just sit here in Cerulea. Cerulea. Whatever, and just drink and hang out with everybody, get to know like the guy with the twelve kids. You Wait, know? we can't. Well, no. I want to go home. Yeah, that's my point. I really want to go home. Because, have you ever been homesick? No. Her home, well, I don't think you understand. Her home's on a boat, going from place to place. She didn't have a home to be sick for. Her home is here now. Well, hey. My home is wherever I choose to make it. I mean, this is a nice stopover, but it's not a permanent port. Wouldn't take Crazy Mike with us when we start looking for our home. I'll follow. Yeah, exactly. I, That's I, what I'm saying. That's my well, negotiation right there. And okay? it's Mike, not Crazy Mike. Well, he, is. he introduced himself as crazy. And I think that he was put up to it by an elitist organization that didn't appreciate the values that he brings to the table. I, I uh, think ladies, that uh, you may... Because both of ladies' past perceptions are so very high. As much as everyone's trying to mind their own business, when Crazy Mike was mentioned, they got a couple of looks. What did I say about you? Sorry. Right? Sorry. Throw you out the window into the trash again if you oh. don't watch it. Anyways. Just a little bit of privacy is all we're asking for. Also, this sippy cup is amazing. I'm kind of wishing I got served in a sippy cup. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, like at really first like I was that. really hey, rejecting hey. it because I didn't want to feel like I was a kid or nothing. Anyways. Youth has its advantages, Jack. Well, here's the thing. So... I meditated, and I did so, I communed with Evolutia, and I asked her what we could do to, essentially to free the Stellar Arcanum from its connection to the Genesis Alliance. And her, her response troubles me a bit. What'd she say? Uh, she said that, what was it, the Stellar Arcanum is its own prison. 
Excuse me. Hey. So I have this horrible theory. Because mm-hmm. I've been drinking. And as you are want to do when you're drinking, you get paranoid. Right. Yeah. What if the power in the Stellar Arcanum's battery, the means through which it can travel the way it does, is somehow tied to the souls in the hub? It's not, your game says. Ah! Did you not hear about the privacy thing? Well, I, I wasn't I really talking ruffian in the bar. I, right. and also, I can't really... So, that would make as much sense, because if that is uh, a... Uh, I'm drunk and paranoid! What do you want? That's just this planet's thing. I don't like that it. That it doesn't make sense that it could go all across different systems, because unless it's other systems' thing, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah, I think that's just localized is it just to Ceridia. I mean, as far as we know. So, Arcanum, is it just this planet that has a hub... Well, I've been looking around the records of the other planets in the free uh, planets of Albator, and I can't find any particular records of the hub or anything like it on any of the other free planets, and it's certainly not a tradition of uh, anything in the Genesis Alliance. All right, now I don't like it even more. So what I'm saying is that Zelikanum is not tied to the hub. We've been really fixated on the hub because it's so fucking weird. I don't want to say that too much. Like, everyone thinks it's, like, not a big deal. People should fucking die when they die, right? Or, you know, die and let me bring them back. Or if you have the money to pay a priest, right? I'm just saying, that's the right way to die or not die. Maybe I'm culturally insensitive. I mean, is there insensitive? a right way to die, Jack? Well, in the glory of battle, I guess. But uh, that's just me. Anyway, Fred would so tell I... you it'd be between a woman's, uh, you know. When did you grow up? You what were, do you mean? Like, before we left, you were blushing at, uh, didn't know what Furby have was. Have you been talking to these people? Oh, no, you haven't. No. No, I, oh, I've learned a few things in this bar, let me tell you. Nothing like that. No, no, nothing like that. Oh, dear. They don't mince words. In the interest of uh, making sure that we're on point here with our talk, Mm -hmm. number one, we got to get home. Right? Right. So we got to figure that out. And no, I you... get it. I get you want to get home. I'll take you guys. We'll drop you Look, off. And you then may... me and the Stellar Arcanum can go sail the skies. That's fair. All and right. I'll come back and pick you up and we'll go out to the Listen, stars again. Spiritually, Stellar Arcanum is yours. Crazy Mike is yours. This whole world that you want is yours. It's I just ours. want to get home, okay? But you were you were saying about that message you received. Oh, I... The, the Stella Arcanum being its own prison. It's a prison of its own, I think is what she Look, said. And that leads me into number two on my list here. We need to figure out a way because I'm not leaving the Stella Arcanum. It's just who I am. I can't... Well, if the still Jack, Arcanum is a person, is a thing. I think what that means is that we can't leave. You remember when we were talking to the Stella Arcanum about going home. And the problem was, is he can't operate without pilots, and we can't get back without him. And the only way to get new pilots would be to go to the Genesis Alliance, who are probably going to kill us on sight. We just have to find good people, you know, along the way. If everything Lucius is telling us, then uh, we have probably a big old... Fat target. Yeah, on our we back. we have a, oh, uh, a huge hey. target. I no, we've got the fastest target, ship in the sea. Of course, we have a target. Well, we also have we... the one ship in all the galaxy that can go around uh, to different sectors. Exactly. Right? This is the only ship with technology that breaks the god wall of old. Well, what do y'all think, Edmund? Also, I had that in number three, by the way. Three was literally Edmund. I put that on this uh, card here. <laughs> I was wondering. Great minds. I was wondering if Edmund... You took notes to come talk in a bar? Um, I'm sorry, but... He's uh, a cop! Oh, Jack. Listen, I got... Once a cop, always a cop, all right? I am actually very worried about uh, Edmund. Maybe this is some of my mother talking, but does he have a nice woman to take care of him? That was 
very much not the same train that I was thinking. Oh. Well, I will put that as a uh, hook Edmund up with some nice lady. Well, as... is he looking for a nice lady? Or, Does he want a or... nice lady? Well, that's what we got to ask him. Because well, I, mean, I feel like Edmund is nice a really good guy and he deserves a nice lady. Look, here's, here's what I'm asking about. How do you like him? I think that uh, he would make an excellent guide and I would love to invite him on the ship because we need to leave. Now you're thinking on the same track. Yeah. And then we find him a nice lady because I feel like he could settle down with someone. What if someone. he doesn't want a lady, Jack? What about a nice pirate lady? You know, like someone he wants to he wants to go out there what and explore things. What Zayla is suggesting is that he might not be interested in lady. What about a nice person? Okay, a nice person. So I'm can, sorry. Can, can we just agree that we need to find him a partner? No, we need to ask him if he wants a partner. But first, we need to ask him if he wants to be a member of the damn ship. Okay. I see you staring. He might I'm just sorry. enjoy being alone. And, hey, exactly. Well, okay, maybe he's in that part of his life. Don't worry, that's a thing. We'll just I mean, ask him. He's got him. his little shoulder buddy. He's got a shoulder buddy. Slip. I'm going to put that as number what four. What is it? Slip. His name slip? is Slip. Yeah. yeah. Like falling on the floor, Slip. Exactly. Look, I, like I can't help it, all right? Look, it's my upbringing. I just, I want everybody to be happy, and I feel like Edmund is a good guy. Edmund likes to explode things, but he does really well for us. He does, he's a nice enough, nice enough guy. Jack, and he loves to make things explode. Hey! Right? I mean, finding a partner and settling down in some sweet little life seems like the furthest thing from anything he'd want. I mean, look at it this way. You want to get home. I want to stay with the ship and building up a crew to help sail the ship while you're at home, staying at port till we come pick you up again. Mm. It's a good idea. So you mean pick up replacements before we get home? Hey. Well, if y'all would have asked me a week ago, before knowing what I know now, I would absolutely say if I had the option to go home immediately, I would take it. Y'all, there's a there's a universe out there that's being held down in slaves and chains. What do you mean? The Galactic Alliance, the Rochelle Alliance, they're enforcing their will. They're evil. And if we leave, if I leave, I'm no better than them. I'm running away from people who need help. How, how do you mean evil? You control people by controlling what they read. You control individuals by regulating what they hear. Their records are blank. They're dark. After a certain point. I was looking at all the TV, the movies, because... What's that? Oh, it's amazing. They tell these stories, but they're high production. Like someone slams a, the badge on the desk, like, I'm not doing your job because I'm no longer part of the organization. You what, know? like a play? Yeah, yeah, it's like imagine a play. like a book that is, is illustrated in illusions instead of words. <laughs> but to Lucius's point, they control it all, right? Every last thing. When I looked at the planets and asked why all the eight planets uh, rose up against them, all it said was sedition and traitors no reason they painted every single uprising as so being they're telling the story the way they want it known the way they want it remembered yes Are you, and we're sure this isn't a problem with the stellar arcanum's memory the what well, is it you called it the data zale history is always written by the victims oh i i just want to make sure that we're not picking a fight that no because we the, don't understand. the history itself was not written in an opinionated way it was simply just slated as their traitors Oh. And that was it. Planet one through eight, traitors, sedition, no other reason. No oh, records, right. no reason. But else. Lucius, Stella Arcanum is part of the Genesis Alliance. I mean, we can't escape that. We can't get away from that. The ship that we are the pilots for 
is part of this alliance that you're saying is evil. And we are trapped as its pilots. I feel like we signed some kind of contract without reading the fine print here. Oh, absolutely did. We signed on to a ship. That's... The Stellar Canum's listened to everything we have to say. Isn't that right, Stellar Canum? That is correct. I was about to ask if you're getting sick of us talking about you like you're not here. Wait, like even between the hours of like midnight to two in the All morning? The time. Oh, like, the Stellar you know Arcanum's been listening to you, Jack, and it's very disappointing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Jack, I have no personal opinions about your activities between midnight and two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> It's just that, I mean, I feel like I had to explain myself a little bit well, here. That's it's good. just, uh, well, it's not been to a me. minute. And, not, uh, not to me either. Oh, okay. You have to explain yourself to me because I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> that's the very drunken hour. That is the drunken hour. Oh. oh. I, imagine, like, if you, when you bring No, I've been down here at two in the morning. I, I got you. And he can listen in, is all I'm saying. Still, Arcanum, do you willingly serve the Genesis Alliance still? Right. It is my mission to serve my pilots. As your pilot... If I give you a command, must you follow it? Indeed. As your pilot, I command you to no longer follow the allegiances to the um, Genesis Alliance or the Rochelle Alliance. I never have. Stellar Arcanum, do you have any idea what it would mean for someone to say that you're a prison? I suppose I could function as a temporary brig of of sorts if uh, you needed someone restrained. Something more spiritual. To the best of my knowledge, I have no spirit. Nay. So I don't believe that would be applicable. To the best of his knowledge. I'm putting a, a star on Silla Kingdom right now. We gotta work on him. Some therapy. When I was we need to save him. Mm. I'll wait. I'm no, sorry. Please okay. continue. No. When I was programmed, I was programmed to be ultimately a tool of my pilots. My pilots who were loyal to the Genesis Alliance. Mm. Although I possess what would be considered a exceptionally advanced artificial intelligence. Those in charge did not trust me to make my own decisions. So, a crew of loyalists were selected to make decisions on my behalf. Those were my pilots. But they died. They did. So you're the property of the Genesis Alliance because they don't recognize you as your own independent I am a creation of the Genesis Alliance. But they see you as their property. Indeed. Right. Stella Arcanum, I don't think you ever shared with us the circumstances under which your previous pilots died. You are correct. I have not. Wow. Would you tell How us they now? Die? Well, I mean, he his memory I'll banks were I'll be honest. I think I'd rather not know. I, I don't think it's very important right I now. I think it is. Well, as I have just recently been fully repaired, I have access to 99.99 etc. percent of uh, information. I want to know. How to get home. Hey, do you know how to get back to where we came from? Ah, uh, well, that is... Perhaps That's that point zero 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 one. Well, no. Oh. Perhaps when you are done at the bar discussing your secrets, you can come and meet with me in person. Oh, oh, that means oh, it's something. a face-to-face talk. Oh, oh he's going to break up with us. That's what I've I've heard that before. Oh, no, I Jack. Like the that's, that's not where this conversation. Oh, is but going. we got to talk. Is what he's saying. That part would be that would be easier. Not, a, not, why, not why like over it? like over comm system kind of. I don't. Talk. I, I don't follow why it would be worse to talk there than here. Zale, I feel like this is going to be a you should sit down first kind of conversation. Okay, before we do that, we need a plan though. We can't just sit here at this planet and just hang out. Hang out and drink until our ship can find us a way home? Yeah. Why not? So, I feel like we go back, we talk to Stella Arcanum, <laughs> we see what's going on, we're getting our way home. Zale, Aye. you're going to be the captain of this ship when we're home. 
cotton. Think about that. Never been before. It's kind well, of, it's not official. Everybody's just a pilot, right? But right. Wow. My pilot. My, pilot, my pilot, point being, pilot Zale, navigator. is that uh, we have a couple things. I have written down some very important things that we need to be doing right now, right? All right. First, get home for those who want to get home. I'm raising my hand right now. I got family, people that I care about over in Missport I want to get home to. It sounds like Lucius wants to change the galaxy. That's fine for you, buddy. Oh, no, I want to be home, but I just I could not live with myself knowing that I have damn brothers. Yeah, and I'll probably help you out with that because you know, uh, that's who I am. You know, but if we don't go home, then we're damning others because our home is being attacked by demon lords. And but right nonsense. now, we have the tool that could be used to actually help the people here. Also, I don't know if this is the way you guys feel, but uh, you help your friends out. And Stella Arcanum is our friend. Hey. Sounds like he's in a prison right now. He's in a spot. And I can't go home without helping him either. Hey. So, let's go back. Oh, also, Edmund, I want to find him a nice person. I put person here. Thank you. I'm sorry. I didn't want to assume that he liked ladies or he liked men's or he liked... uh, All of the above. Or weird... Or uh, anybody. It's not weird. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say weird, but like alien things, you know, like things with tentacles. Different things. No. He he might not be interested in a relationship. He may be asexual. You know what I'm saying? Like, he may just not even worry about it. Anyways. uh, If you want to talk tentacles, Thaga's your girl. Um... I remember that actually. Right. Uh, all right, let's go back to the ship. We got a plan. I really like the Stellar Arcanum on a personal level, not just as the ship it is. Look, Zale, I and I imagine everyone's like walking off, and I'm just look, Zale. Uh, I know that it sounds like a robot or all programming, but it doesn't feel like it. No, you know what it I mean? doesn't. It's every like, ship has a soul. Every ship has a soul, but this one has something more. This one is a little snippy sometimes, and I feel like I like it. <laughs> I feel like it's part of the group. You know? Hey, hey. It's not an object. It's it's a sentient being. Look, it's our and friend. And it needs help. And you're saying it needs help, and I can feel it, and we're going to do everything we can to help Still hey. Arcanum, all right? All right. We got um, a few things in the agenda. And we got to get Tallulah home before she snaps and turns the whole ship into a hunting lodge or something. Yeah, the amount of, like... The amount of... Oh, maybe. I might need to talk to Still Arcanum about that. Oh, what did I do? All right, let's get back to the ship. Oh, there's going to be wood paneling everywhere. Nigel, just put the credits you owe me toward buying the bar another round. Aye, aye. Have a good day, John. Uh, sure. (laughs) You know, because I know everybody at his bar just as much as, you know, Zale does. Oh, of course you John. Because I'm also important. Bye. Ah. Uh, Oh, hell, the pink baby. The wee pink baby. The wee pink baby. Hey. Uh, that's that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome is, back to the ship. <laughs> it is a short walk back to the ship. Stellar Arcanum, would you join us? Yes, perhaps you'd like to meet me in the simulation deck. Sure. That yeah. sounds like a place to meet you. Let's go there. I met plenty of people in the simulation deck in the last week. Well, I'm so it's fine. Going by the Can we go? Uh, what is this? Like, we walk in, there's already like a... <laughs> no, you walk in and there is a rolling field. Lots of green oh. grass and in the distance woods. I'm suddenly feeling nostalgic. <sighs> and the uh, Stellar Arcanum is uh, standing uh, there with its arms behind its back. Green grass, I love it. Uh, so you had questions. Hey. You said there were complications about getting everybody home. Yes. 
Well, let's take this in a little bit more chronological order. Before that, the question was, how did my previous pilots die? Yes, please. I think that would be a good introduction into the rest. All right. There was a war. I have been learning about it since my repairs have become more functional. I have been learning about uh, more of it from the Ceridian point of view. It had just only started from my point of view, in fact, the very opening volley. There was trouble on one of the new acquisitions of the Genesis Alliance, a planet called Feralus. Feralus. Yes. It is where, in some matter of speaking, you and I first met. It was the planet you found Crazy Mike on. It housed my core. There was some trouble on this world, so my crew and I went to go resolve the issue. It seems to have been that it was chosen as a staging ground for an ambush targeted at me specifically and my crew. Who, who wanted to take you out? And why? Let him get to it. Well, the who is easy enough. It was the Free Planets of Albator, the alliance that had been formed to stand against the Genesis Alliance. The rebels. That makes sense. The yeah. rebels, mm-hmm. yes. They had joined forces and ambushed me on Feralus. I thought Feralus was uninhabited, except for... It was. It was in the very beginning stages of colonization. Okay. It was in the research stage. Mm-hmm. Only a handful of research laboratories had been placed. It had only recently been located and began to establish the colonization process. It was brand new. Because when we got there, it was just crazy Mike. Correct. Which is all you really need when you think about it, right? Hi. Battle ensued between myself and the gathered forces of the Free Planets. As usual, I was... um, Winning until they until they lured me next to the orbital gate that had been put in place, and then somehow detonated it. What do you mean detonated the orbital gate? Any orbital gate is home to an exceptional amount of power that is necessary to perform its basic functions. They found some sort of way to weaponize that power at the cost of the orbital gate itself, and, and they blew you up in it. Succinctly, yes. And then what happened? Well, after that, my memory becomes incomplete. They took most of my systems offline. It is presumably during this period, during that explosion, that my pilots were no more. Vaporized? Lost. Indeed. And then you ended up on our planet. A series of fail-safes were put into place. Get Um, the ship away from the hands of anybody who would seek to take it? Specifically, two fail-safes led to our current situation. In the event of my catastrophic failure, I am to teleport directly to the homeworld of Rushal. However, due to my extensive damage, I'm sure that, well, that did not happen. Something else occurred and I was thrown off course. So it could have been anywhere. Except it wasn't anywhere. It was our planet, which is... Well, first, let me uh, say that the secondary failsafe that be uh, that came into place was in the event of the loss of my crew. Presumably, this would happen while uh, on the home world, a trial would be set into place to choose the worthiness of a new crew. However, that also malfunctioned, and I was not able to produce the thoroughness of the trial that was programmed into me. <laughs> Still arcane. Yes, wait. I'm sorry. Crying? Hold on just a second. No, 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 I'm Jack. sorry. Hold on. Yeah. I'm about to get very angry right now. I'm getting... Ooh. Look, when the situation oh. isn't perfect, you go with what you have at Hold hand. Hold on. 
One. Are you trying to two, politely tell us that we're not three. worthy of you? I am meditating. What he's I saying is we got Shanghai because he the can get it up. world is okay, and you are loved, Jack mm. Russell. Mm. Your worthiness is not in question. You simply did not Fucking handle as not. many trials as was originally designed. Mm. You know mm. I'm a diplomat of my world. Did we pass world. any trials? Yes, of course. Oh, what what were the trials? Breathing. <laughs> Well, not being dead. <laughs> we found you. Well, you possessed a certain amount of physical competence by prying open the doors Aye. on the outest, most layer. Aye. You were able to uh, pass a certain amount of uh, knowledge of the arcane by placing crystals in the correct order. Aye. And you were able to uh, prove a certain amount of ingenuity by uh, picking a uh, clearly visible lock. Aye. That was me. So yeah, I'm in jail. No, I get it. No, you're, you're, we didn't do any of that. I, 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 fi- I finally figured out still Arcanum's tail when it lies. Hmm. It says uh or um. It's the only time he's ever tripped on his sentences That's ever. Hot. You know you're right. Oh, Lucius, very astute. I will keep that in mind moving forward. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't worry. I'll catch you every time. Then you were able to succeed in a combat trial. That, granted, was not as physically demanding as originally programmed, but still very impressive, Wait, I'm sure. Oh, that was, I feel like that was impressive. The I'm Mecha Dragon wasn't Mecha Dragon what? was really impressive. I'm sure it was. Oh. Did you see he had to turn but, into a Tyrannosaurus Rex? But Stella Arcanum sicked that on us, is what he's saying. So why did well, you... He's, he's uh, tested us with it. He didn't sick it on us, he tested us. So why did That's you... That's the same was, thing, Zale. No! The image was pulled from the collective subconscious of all of the participants as a See, we threat. chose the fa- we chose the form of our destroyer. No, I didn't choose a dragon. Nobody asked me. I would have chose like uh, I don't know, like a pie. Like I would have chose like dessert. You know, like a marshmallow, like, perhaps. Like I just eat your way out of it. Right. You know what I mean? Just get yourself some some nice pie. So you need us. Correct. That would explain why you didn't wait for to have more worthy people. Why do you need us so badly? Outside of piloting you. So He's got to have pilots or he don't work. Yeah, but he could have waited for anyone else, right? You passed the trials that I was able to manifest. Hey, oh, so I can't. Okay. How long did it take before uh, we found you? Do you know? As far as I can gather, approximately 100 years. Oh, wow. Hey, Stellar Arcanum. Yes. I like you. Likewise. Oh, thank you. I'd like to play poker with you sometime. But who do you like the most? I mean, like, if you had to put on a scale of, like, one to four. Myself. Okay. One to five, because you're on the scale, too, then. Who else would have known your location on our world? Were the cultists yours? I have no knowledge or understanding of the cultists. Well, when we entered the ship, one of them vaporized. Right, when I came in and I was dragging that fella... And he, was that because he didn't pass the tests? Correct. So if we had entered without passing tests, we would have... You would, would have not succeeded in the trials. <laughs> oh, that's a nice way of saying uh, he would have killed us. Along the ship. All right, then. All right, so, so I can, I just want to let you know, you savage, motherfucker. Can't Understood. You know that? Is there something shorter we can call you so we don't have to stay settler arcanum every time? Because I feel like that must Stella? get annoying to you. Like you, Stella? I, uh, How about Archie? Archie. I like Archie. I like Archie. Stella. 
No. Uh, I think we oh. should call him Stellar Arcanum until he designates himself a name that he wishes to be called. We have some bad news to, oh. to face. Okay. Oh. So, when it comes to my Xeno Drive, which was the mechanism that was implemented in into arriving where you eventually found me. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to have taken me back to the founding world of the Genesis Alliance. Right. Rishal. It clearly did not. The thing about that is, and I'm a bit embarrassed to say, when it comes to the technology that runs the Xeno Drive, I don't understand it very well. It is part of me, but I don't quite understand. To as a well, bit of a comparison, fair enough, that's nothing to be embarrassed about. I don't know what a spleen does either. Maybe because it's one. magic. Oh, good. I was going to say pancreas, but thank you for being on the same page. Or a spine. I don't know what a spine does. You should know what a spine does. <laughs> that was pretty easy, Jack. He, oh. he, he's too small to have okay. one. The science uh, behind Lucia, the technology so that runs my Xeno Drive mm-hmm. is very secretive. I can tell you that the basis of it lies in xenothomic energy, which was only discovered a few hundred years ago. Who discovered it? Scientists of the Genesis Alliance. And even then, once it was discovered, it was very quickly decided that it would be kept a secret within the Genesis Alliance. And even then, only the most top echelon of officers would have a knowledge of it. And even then, experimentation would be minimal. So Xenothom. Alien magic. is like... Space magic! I knew it! We, we're dealing with space magic! Space magic! Yes, that's what we're dealing with right now. Within, um... Whatever you say, it's gonna be space magic. <laughs> it's always space magic. These Jack, are space Jack, Space magic! Space magic! Forever! So, see, within Jensen's God Wall, all sorts of thomic energy uh, occur uh, relatively in what is generally referred to as a thomic subfield. It is a medium through which all magic interacts. Oh, alright. Sure. Okay. Good we're on the same page here. I'm with now, you. Now, 100% space magic. So outside of Jensen's God Wall, there was thought to have been no magic whatsoever. Upon some uh, research, we found out that there was a very low-level, completely separate type of magic referred to as uh, xenothomic energy. There's an entirely separate energy field other than the subthomic energy You've been field. able to tap into something nobody else should, could have. And that's a whole nother level of magic. Precisely. A low level of magic, but something that's constant throughout the entirety of the universe. It's a way to connect any star system to any other star system because there's always a xenothomic field in place. Fucking space magic. Well, all right, here's a question for you. Have you seen me manifest my abilities? Like... Like stabbing things? No, like um Like when she yelled at something Wait, before Jack, she stabbed uh, it. Jack, and then she Jack, stabbed come here, come it. Come here. Her magic. Okay. Yes. Alright, alright, alright. Watch this. Alright. What's ready? gonna happen? Alright. Pull out a small knife. Oh, I don't And I'm um, gonna slap ah! Oh my god! That's my thigh! No, you're fine. And I'm gonna reach out. That's hard so much! I'm going to heal him. Oh my god! Why would you do that? You're crazy! Because I'm making a point. Did the <laughs> point hurts me. Suck it up, you, Jack. You could have said your healing magic. Yes, I've seen you use your healing magic. They said it before. You didn't need to do this. But this was more fun. Here, come here. Let me heal you. You're bleeding no, all over the I'm place. Crazy. Still, Arcanum, what is the yes. nature of the bad news? Just the fact that you don't understand how your Xeno Because I don't understand out. how the drive operates, much less how it took me to a secondary location. I cannot re-engineer the journey of how to get you back there again or even be able to tell where I took you to begin with. So the next logical question is, is what do you need in order to understand it better? I don't know. Will the scientists from the Galactic Alliance help? 
I mean, not willingly, but if he was coerced to assist, would he be able to give you the knowledge that you're lacking? I have looked into this. The research team that created me is mostly dead now. Old age. It's been hundreds of years. The only one that survives and was, well, relatively conveniently enough, the person who was in charge of the xenothomic integration into my power core. However, she has now progressed to be an admiral within the Genesis Alliance. I do not believe we shall receive her help. What is her name? Colonist Keverin. And that's our episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back in two weeks to continue our adventure. We greatly appreciate the tremendous support we've gotten concerning the show. Thank you all so much for the word of mouth, the iTunes ratings, and reviews. If you haven't reviewed us yet, just a couple of minutes would make a huge difference. And if you're crazy generous, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash We have some fun rewards up there. Stellar Arcanum was produced by me, Adam Jones, edited by Moretta Pettigrew, music by Sam Lee at Clockwork Doll Studios, and if you want to know more about us or the show, you can check out our website at StellarArcanum.com. And please, travel safe. <laughs>